Peanuts. We're nuts about beer. Like a salty sea dog. I am a salty sea dog. Been in New South Wales. New South. I've been doing. Actually, are we recording right now? Yes. (laughs) So I I have been on holidays up in New South Wales, doing a little bit of a um, road trip. Two weeks felt like two days. Um, Been doing a lot of poetry in the car, much to the dismay of my missus. Reading poetry or writing poetry? Uh, I guess you would call it impromptu slam poetry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be annoying. <laughs> it's kazoos? not annoying. It doesn't involve kazoos, but, but it could That with now. kazoos would mean you're probably walking <laughs> yeah, from Byron Bay onwards, I would say. New South Wales. Um, There's nothing new about Wales. <laughs> nothing south about the state either, but Queensland. Uh, North of There's not many queens in Queensland either Not many queens in Queensland Except for Mother Earth The ultimate queen And the road Which is the veins of society I can't imagine how that would have got annoying Danielle (laughs) Danielle, I don't know if you listen to this But If you are I admire Get out now I admire the fact that you Put up with two weeks of that The shit that she was putting up with Was way worse than that I was like Yeah, I don't know well, that was the the easy to deal with stuff, was it? Yeah, well, that was less spiritual, <laughs> uh, less rhymy. At yes. what point did the kazoo come out? The kazoo comes out when the kazoo comes out. <laughs> has she? Uh, have you had the conversation yet that maybe uh, moving in with her is not such a great idea after all? Well, no. Has she had that conversation with you yet? The tester <laughs> is she's coming it's back. Probably coming, I'd say. So she's subletting her room for a couple of months, and I think she's going to be back before then. So she's going to be living with me at my house with all me, right. okay. um, and that's going to be, I guess, the ultimate tester. The real mm-hmm. test was because she wasn't. I mean, she was. We were both sad that I was leaving. But my idea was to make it easier on her not having me around for the rest of the road trip. I would make the last 24 hours a living hell All right. for her so she wouldn't be <laughs> upset be glad that I'm be leaving. Rid of you. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, uh, and it so didn't work, certainly. <laughs> yeah. uh, glutton for punishment. Yeah, indeed. 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 Um, how did how did Lockie get time off over New Year? Oh well, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna ask you, Dylan, what we were, what you were doing while Lockie was on holidays over Christmas. How probably I, the same as what I was doing, working. I'd say. Yeah, we were working. working. I I didn't speak to either of you pretty much the whole time. Yeah. I was kind of well, like you're on holidays. Yeah, I no, we probably was glad to have a break. To be honest. I was very glad to have a break. It was no, we were glad to have a break. <laughs> especially, especially since you've been back for 20 minutes and you're already annoying the shit out of us with your kazoos and your slam Well, you're calling me, telling me to go to the music workshop and to come back with just a cable. Oh, the kazoos were at the music workshop. Uh, oh, is that where you got it? It was at the front counter of the music workshop. 
ladies and gentlemen. I thought you took it on. We have a kazoo and it's staying. It's here to stay. (laughs) Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the, I'm going to say the 15th or 14th episode of Beer Well, I I was thinking this is probably uh, season two, episode one. It is. Season two, new beginnings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've, yeah... Well, we've previously been tasting beers from the, the Beer Nuts packs and we're moving into the new era of tasting beers from the Hops to Home packs. Um, yeah, so it's probably... Mm. We've upgraded, we've got new microphones, we've got uh, numerous mixes. Mm-mm-mm. So it's probably mm. probably time that, um, yeah, we get Start better at telling season. stories. Yeah. And if this is your first episode you've ever listened to, we don't normally have kazoos, so... Uh, Please yeah, go back and listen to season one. Lucky's come back from a holiday and God knows what sort of consumptions up there, yeah. and uh, he's all he's getting a bit to his to his new yeah, to his new <laughs> to his new to his new South Wales. Friday's brain. <laughs> to oh, his yeah. new South also, Wales. if this is the first episode you're listening to, you, and you don't know who I am, you're probably thinking, "What the fuck am I listening to <laughs> right now?" We do taste beer, and we do. Well, we're about to uh, taste some beer, so yeah, let's get, let's yeah. let's, uh, let's take a step in that direction. We'll run through the hops to home pack. Yeah, the hops to home pack for January. Uh, Temple Brewing's Mandarin Sour Kettle Sour. Mm. I was with Mandarin Temple Brewing from Brunswick, East of Melbourne, um, a well-loved Melbourne brewery. We have the Badlands Badlands Brewing from Orange, New South Wales. Their New World Pilsner. This Pilsner was uh, named the 2020 Australian Beer of the Year by Peter Layla in the, Australian, in the Weekend Australian. So, there you go. And made his top 20 of the year after that as well. So so pretty good uh, Pilsner. Yeah. Uh, Valhalla Brewing's American Pale Ale, Claw Range Pale Ale. And then the two beers we're going to try, uh, Prouncing Pony from the Adelaide Hills, their uh, West Coast IPA. And uh, Kaiju from Melbourne, Pleasure Cruise Hazy Pale Ale. So we're going to crack onto that one first, I reckon. Hazy Pale Ale. Hazy Pale Ale. We love a Hazy Pale Ale. We love a Hazy Pale Ale. If you've you've been a long-term listener, which you probably haven't been because there are really not many too many long-term listeners to uh, this podcast, but uh, we have a a bit of a love-hate relationship with Hazy Pale Ales, don't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. People ever ever since... We love to hate them. (laughs) (laughs) We don't love them much, but we, uh, we keep drinking them. People keep making them. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, here we go. We don't necessarily have a problem with hazy pails. It's got to be sick of them. Yeah, yeah. That's probably more. That's probably more accurate description. True, true, true. Kaiju always boasting their very cool cans, very cool artwork, kind of 8-bit sort of... Um, yeah, I think they've actually got a... One of the beers is actually called 8-bit, isn't it? Uh, there was a beer called 8-Bit. I don't know if it was a kaiju one, though. Yeah, it's a burger joint in Melbourne as well. I don't oh, know. it was no, a no. with them, was it? It was um, uh, Stockade. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Stockade had like an 8-Bit IPA, yep. I think it was. Mm. Um, yeah, not kaiju. Not kaiju. No, not kaiju. And but it's not definitely a nice, uh, tip, a very um, typical kaiju-looking cam with mm. the, the cartoon artwork, pink uh, sky, mm. which makes it jump off the shelf, doesn't it? couple of um, kind of the Kraken-esque tentacles tentacles mm. coming out with a well I actually thought it was like a section of the Taj Mahal but I imagine that's probably a ship uh, no I think it's actually just part of the octopus that is oh, uh, throwing the octopus out head. The, yeah the octopus head that's the kaiju 
place. There you go. Mm. So hazy pale on uh, first hazy. glance. Uh, yeah, it's definitely hazy. It's got actually like quite um, color is that? It's like a almost like a pear. Pear, yeah. Pear-y. A little bit of pear. It's a little bit of uh, like color. pulp-free orange juice. You know, it's like really sort of clean. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah, true. You know how you get freshly squeezed orange juice from, like, say, uh, an organic store, and it's been sitting there for so long, and all the pulps at the yeah, top and yeah. bottom, and then it's got that. Yeah, yeah. It's almost, almost clear stuff at yeah. the top. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. That's uh, kind of that colour. Yeah, kind but of that This color. isn't clear. This is hazy. This is hazy. Mm. Um, it's, yeah. It definitely, uh, the smell jumps out of the glass. On the nose. I'm definitely getting pineapple notes. Yeah, typical sort of pineapple of a hazy pale. It threatens. I think it, it feels like it threatens, like it's really going to roll on and hit you with a bit of punch. But mm. I, I think it was the malt bill that hit me first, actually. Mm. That kind of like it's pretty pillowy, mm. isn't it? Pretty yeah. soft and. But it, it's sort of not in parts. I think it's. A little bit more interesting than a lot of the other hazy pails mm. that we've had that just yeah. sort of try and give you a bit of mouthfeel and not much else, whereas there's still a hint of bitterness and... It's kind of like um, a static bitterness that sort of reminds me of. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a bit spritzy or something. And yeah. Mm. It does have some bitterness going on there. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, Still got a bit of the typical sort of hazy pale going on, like I said, pineapple, bit of tropical fruit, bit of kind of that, you know, tin um, fruit salad kind of thing that we've talked about yeah, before, yeah, I think. Almost, you know, the yeah, one with grapes yeah. and pineapple and, yeah. you know, yeah. that kind of thing in it. Maybe it's because we have done so many hazy pale ales, we do remember the adjectives that we yeah. use to describe them and they kind of stick with you. Well, well, yeah, they say they keep coming up all the time. Yeah, yeah. But we haven't done one for a couple of months. No. I've deliberately tried to avoid them, but um, yeah, because there's so many out there, you can't really avoid it. I think it's one of the better ones we've tried. There's yeah. definitely a big hazy pale craze. Mm. Um, I do sort of wonder whether it's whether like people just aren't seeking hazy IPAs anymore or whether it just the hazy style lends itself to a lower ABV beer that you can drink more of mm. yeah I think so I mean you probably see you're starting to see quite a few mid-strengths out there that are hazy because it mm. has the body yeah. you know what I mean like at the, the the body kind of hides the fact that the alcohol's lower mm. the ABV's yeah. lower so of a yeah. full flavoured full strength beer mm. even though you're getting that lower ABV this is what but, 4.8 it's kind of bang on I mean I mean, it's pretty smashable, isn't it? I yeah. mean, if you were having a session, you'd be, uh, you'd be, yeah, you know, be drinking that. There's not, there is bitterness there, but it's it's pretty mild and there's it's enough there's enough to keep it interesting. Mm. Yeah, kind of that, so, that musky mm. uh, mouthfeel that you get from the. So I feel like I'm sort of getting a little bit of, um, a little bit of orange in there, like not super acidic, but. I'm definitely getting like pink lady apples. Uh, pink lady, yeah, pink lady, I'm, and I know my apples. <laughs> uh, if you want me to name any other type of apple, yep. I could name them all. All right, give us six later. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> Take it on notice. Red Delicious, <laughs> Granny Smith. Um, Oh, name the Japanese one. Uh, Pink Lady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuji. Fuji. Um, Jazz. Toffee. Toffee. <laughs> Toffee Apple. Toffee Apple. Bobby Apple. Bobby Apple. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. That'll do. Um, Five will do. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Kaiju have been around a while, haven't they? Yeah, mm. they have. They're I noticed in the city they've got um, on the corner of uh, Little Burke and Swanson Street. The Swanson Street, they've got oh, yes, the, actually, um, they've it got used a to be cafe. it's like a cafe there, but it's all kind of kind of branding. Ah. Yeah, yeah. That, it used is to that be... actually theirs, or is it like a collaboration? See, or... I think that used to be um, it used to be a burger joint, didn't it? Yeah, I think it still <laughs> is, but it's all like you guys better not be talking about eight bit burgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I think it is. I think it used to be eight bit oh, burgers. Oh, really? And now they've taken over. From or is it still just a burger truck? This has come full like circle, gorgeous. hasn't it? We may have no, to. So, you know, you know where you drop off beers at, um, you know, uh, rooftop bar and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just down that corner, you probably park there when you uh, at Little Burke, Chinatown. Yeah. And then on the opposite corner of uh, Swanson Street, it's there. And it's got like very similar, it's got kaiju beers on and it's got sort of kaiju branding. Yeah, right. So I don't know if it's actual kaiju, whether or not it's just like a collaboration or whether they kind of just, it, the branding worked together so kaiju kind of put their beers in there, I don't I'll know. i have to suss it out. I do no, remember yeah. walking past it, um, William Street. Probably listeners going, you dickheads, we know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> right in, send yes. us an email. Send us something. Yeah. Um, oh, it's going to, I'm not going to bother. Oh, Bar Humbug? No, it's no. kind of got a monsterish kind of name. Looks like a cool bar. Something to, to do with monsters or... I don't oh, know. yeah. I don't know. I've, I haven't noticed that if I'm there doing those deliveries, I'm kind of trying to get in and out as quick as possible. Mm. Yeah, it's not a place to really want to hang around, is it? Park, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll do some yeah. research and let you know next month if we uh, remember if we it. Remember. Yeah. Or send us an email. We should actually... Um, uh, get like a little beer nuts email address so when we keep saying send an email people yeah, can actually send us an it. email yep. yeah true should we get a, um, a Facebook text line as well text line. Uh, <laughs> text line yeah 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 well, give them your number give them my number they can call in only from 3pm or whenever we're recording the podcast right and we'll only at 3am on a Sunday morning taking taking calls now if anyone wants to call no we'll set up yeah. we'll set up a live We'll do. <laughs> I just not a we'll set up an email podcast. address and we'll do um, we'll do a mailbag section mm. where we just read out some emails and. You got to be careful though, because yeah. I've, I've listened to podcasts where they have a mailbag section. They got no mail. And it's kind of like. Mm, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, we'll just if there's no no mail, we'll just make them up. Junk mail. Actually, I love junk mail. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of junk mail. Yeah. Well, you can check my emails every day because yeah. I've got plenty of it. All right. Oh, no, I'm talking about just hard copy junk mail. Oh, hard copy no, junk mail. Yeah, no, no, not, right. not email junk mail. Email. Right. No, no. Like no. the Harris Scarf catalogue. Yeah, I, I used to do the paper round and it was uh, junk mail. <laughs> and you know what I did when I saw a sign that said no junk mail? You put, put two, two in there. <laughs> 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 you get extra junk mail. <laughs> My Red. first day on the job as well, it was around Christmas time. This is in like probably 2010, maybe 2009. Uh, I was doing the rounds and this fella comes up to me and he goes, 
Here you go, mate. There, there's a tip for doing such a good job this whole year. I gave him the junk mail and he gave, he gave me like 30 bucks. Really? And it was my first day on the job. I'm just taking this job off my mate, Hosk. He really <laughs> likes his junk mail, that Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, I think he was just doing a nice thing and I was just stoked to be a part of it, you know. My, technically my first job, I guess you could say. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, on that note, we might um, <laughs> sip the rest of this beer and we'll come back in a bit with another one. <laughs> you missed the kazoo. So new or old? Two is new. Two is oh, new. Yeah. Two is new. It's just their last draft. Yeah, it's their Carlton draft. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I've said it on the podcast. Because the old would have been right. Favorite domestic beer. What? Favorite shit beer. Seriously? Two is old isn't. Two is old's alright. I like. They have it on tap everywhere up there. They've got two is new and two is old everywhere. Yeah, they always have. Fucking awesome. Schooners off. Yeah, um, schooners, $6 schooners off. And do not order a pot. <laughs> no, I, I ordered a pot at the fucking, pot. at the bolo in... Yeah, yeah. It's a midi. No, so fuck off back to Victoria in Mexico. Yeah, no, she didn't even say that. She said, <laughs> oh, the largest size we've got is a pint. And I uh, said, um, I said, no, I just want a pot. And she looked at me and was like, huh? huh? And I was, it's the it's smallest a one. A midi. And then I, and she's like... You're not from here, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no. How could you tell? I've never been to the Nara Bolo before. <laughs> and I'll probably never come back. Ten bucks to become a member. Yep. Though, and you and get, had to be a member? No, you didn't have to be a, a guest. No, so yeah. guest. Yeah. Um, Carlton Black's a better beer than Two Is Old. People keep saying that. I'm not sure I've had Carlton Black. Maybe I have. Yeah, maybe I have, but it's a long time ago. We'll do a surprise tasting. Not not so surprise tasting. Well, yeah. Cotton Black next time. We're well, we should put the side by side and do it. Maybe we could do a shit beer. Put that beer to the test. We could do a shit beer of the, the, of the week. Challenge. Oh, yeah, but for, yeah, Carlton Old versus two is new. Uh, old. Carlton Black, yeah. two is new. <laughs> shit <laughs> Old. Shit beer of the month. I'd be down for shit beer of the month. Righto. Somebody's allocated to bring in a shit beer. And we'll have to try and guess what it is. Subjectively shit. Yeah, it could be shit but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good but shit. Or somewhere in between. Like two is nude. Yeah. Best shit beer Macro. Best macro beer then. Yeah. Or maybe we should just find a random bitter. Red bitter. (laughs) (laughs) I bought a six pack of... uh, Now this probably... You couldn't really call this shit beer, but... um, uh, Of... Oh, shit. The the pills. The famous pills from pills. Um, Oh, yeah, the original. Um, uh, Pilsner uh, Urkel. Urkel. Oh, yeah. So I bought a six-pack of that for Christmas. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's quite good. Nice to drink out of glass again, out of a bottle, out of a stubby. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, I had... Um, the Hollandias out. The other, the other day, um, a, mate, well, a while back, a mate of mine brought over a case of uh, imported Heinekens. Oh, yeah. That was selling in the freezer. I had a couple of them the other day, and I went down. Not bad. Yeah. Pretty, pretty nice out yeah, of the stubby. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't be drinking it all the time, but uh, and I only bought a six pack because I was going to buy one or two, but there's probably not much more for a six pack. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You still get away with the twelve dollars six pack of most of those imported lagers. Mm. It's a yeah, it's a um, pretty good way to drink a beer that's pretty easy going. Yeah, yeah. and I, look, I was I'm just into pilsners at the moment and wanted to go back to the source and have you tried the loophole one the keller pills uh yes uh, yeah. yeah 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 i liked yeah it was good interesting yeah, take it on was. it it was quite 
quite cloudy and uh, cucumbery. Cucumbery. I don't remember that, but it was been a few couple of weeks since I had it. All I got was cucumber. It was fairly. Um, let's call it chunky for a pilsner. Yeah. Like it was it yeah. had a bit of bit of guts to it, but um, it was nice. Yeah, I liked it. Where was your last hammer and tongs? Is that, the, is that the Audi one? Uh, yeah, oh, I think Tun is the Audi one, but you're is, pro- yeah. I think you could get hammer and tongs from there as well. Much of a muchness comes in like a three thirty mil small mm-hmm. can. Um, we went through a phase when we were travelling Oz, just buying the cheapest beer we could because Jesse was a cheap guy. Um, and hammer and tongs tastes exactly like olive brine. <laughs> I haven't well I guess you kind of get olive brine on olives but you ha- I haven't actually drank it you've you, drank it oh yeah, I've tried That's it <laughs> <laughs> and, I've, and I've drank my fair share of hammer and tongs I'm right. telling you I've fucking never, hell could you brine could you brine olives in hammer and tongs I reckon I don't think there's a use by date on hammer and tongs <laughs> I, reckon I reckon there is a I reckon there is a um, direct correlation between olive brining for longevity and hammer and tongs for you know just straight up sessionability <laughs> shut up <laughs> alright so uh, let's get here, here we have um, an unsubjectively good beer uh, Prancing Pony, the Piper West Coast IPA. Well, we don't know it's good. We haven't tried it yet. Yeah, no, I haven't tried. Well, it's in the hopster, it's in the hopster home pack, so it's a it's a reasonable <laughs> reasonable to expect can't that it will be, sh- be shit. pretty good. Prancing um, Pony. Uh, for the, anyone that hasn't heard of them, they've been around for a long time, so most people probably have. They're um, in the Adelaide Hills. Uh, they have been around for quite a long time. Um, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. I'd say, I guess. They're yeah. Oh, ten years. Ten, ten years. Yeah, oh, that, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I should know that. Ten years. Um, yeah, a brewery that um, I feel like they tried uh, had a pretty good crack at trying to get into Victoria. Um, probably half of that decade ago. I feel mm. like you could sort of find them if you're looking for them, mm. but. Mm felt like over the last four or five years that they just sort of dropped right off the radar in terms of um, the beers that I see. Well, yeah, I think probably, probably the last two to three years there. I mean, like like a lot of breweries, uh, it, it became really difficult to sell in the state because everyone went kind of hyper-local, you know? Yeah, yeah. As a rep, you couldn't travel, and also people just, yeah, went local, so they supported local brands, which was great, you know, as what we what every every place needed but um but yeah it, it made it really difficult to sell interstate so mm-hmm. i think they're just sort of probably coming back from that a little bit now for sure is that a uh, kazoo i see on the on no the i reckon that's, that's, a, that's a that's a piper's pipe <laughs> yeah flute i would say piper's flute it's called it's called the piper the pipe oh did we even mention what beer it is yeah Oh, we did. The Piper so, West Coast the IPA. Piper West Coast IPA. 7.2? Uh, That's pretty... 7.2, nice 67 IBUs. IBUs. I really love seeing a West Coast with a... You know, most of them sit around 6.4 as a very safe, you know. 6.4 West Coast IPA. 7.2. It's good. That's ballsy. Got a bit oh, of ball like store. It. Yeah. Good colour. That's a colour I, I uh, expect the West Coast to look like. I know a lot of them are mm. lighter, but... 
it's got a it's got a good little bit of colour to it, which I like. Yeah. Yeah, the colour in comparison to... What was the West Coast that we had last uh, month? Uh, the Batch one. Batch. The Batch. That West was Coast. really pale, and wasn't that it? was really, yeah, yeah. light pale. Um, it's a pretty thin, thin white head. Yeah. Sticking around, but it's pretty thin, isn't it? It's not really much, not a lot of it. Yeah, do you find with higher ABV beers the head doesn't stick around as long as well, though? I don't know. So, I, don't uh, know. I don't know whether it's the high ABV that does it or... or um, or more if you've got adjuncts in your beer. Depends, mm. really, I guess. Yeah, true. I think we've talked about... Have we talked about head retention before? Oh, yeah, a few times. We've talked about it with sows and we've talked about it with... sow, yeah. Mm. But um, I don't think 7.2 is high enough ABV to warrant having impact on the head. Yeah, no, you're right. But, I mean, it's definitely hanging around. Like, you, you, there's still there. It's just not... Yeah, it wasn't a huge head. We've seen... Yeah, we've mm. seen less... Mm. Get a nice sort of stone fruity characteristic mm. on the nose. Bit of dankness. Yeah, yeah it's got a good, good bit of wank to it. Mm. Good bit um, of wank, did you say? Uh, I thought I said whack, but I've got the headphones on and it. it certainly <laughs> sounded like I said wank too. Yeah. I might have beat that one out. Could be the wank. Uh, um, ah, nice body. Tastes fresh. Got a nice goodness like to it. A, yeah, it is. As it should be, yeah. Well, it is. Hops to home. Is uh, thirty day actually uh, packs were sent out today. There you go. So the the beers need to be packaged within thirty days of them being sent out. So it's Hell yeah. it's very fresh, super fresh, nice, fresh sort of citrus as well up front. I'm getting um, really lovely lingering bitterness too, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's got that nice sort of balanced balanced malt profile it's not mm. sort of you're not getting too much sweetness out of it but mm, it's certainly got that body there to carry it through mm. maybe it, it is just because this is more a beer that I see myself enjoying more than a hazy pale but I reckon I could drink I want to go for a second prancing pony over the over the kaiju hazy mm. <laughs> I would yeah if I was at a pub yeah, for sure. and not That's... driving I would be having a yep. couple of these yep that's definitely I mean, up, yeah. more up my alley for sure but it's sort of west coast uh, they're just a much more complete style of beer aren't they mm. like they've got i mean i think so but, but um, yeah we I are inherently, we are inherently <laughs> biased we towards are biased. west coast we we're are definitely biased. Biased. yeah, yeah. Let's, um, let's unpack why yeah i think the market's definitely shifting back towards west coast so we've noticed that for sure um you know it's not that not that people aren't still loving hazies uh i just think that they're going back i think for me i don't know the, the hazy style just it, it kind of not run its course, but I don't know. There's anywhere for it to go, you know. So I think people are just circling back a little bit to West Coast. Yeah. I mean, West Coast kind of almost it did itself in a bit when it got to that point where brewers are just making the most bitter beer they could possibly make, and mm. it kind of got a bit ridiculous. But I think now now going back to that balance and. But even yeah. when even when they're making those really bitter beers, like West Coast still demand that you have a malt profile to back it up. Yeah. It's it's not a it's not just make a really bitter beer but sort of don't have that malt profile. Yeah. Yeah, I and I don't know, I think the 
It, it does have malt profile, but it's a, it's um it's not sort of clouded by the oats and the and the raw wheat and all those things that you sort of you add to a hazy beer to, to keep it hazy and mm. to give it that kind of pillowy, pillowy yeah. kind of and sweetness. Mm. Whereas I've, I think the hops just shine in these beers a lot better. Mm. Um, obviously, you, you're typically choosing different hops because you're looking more for that stone fruit, piney, resiny sort of character. But um, unless less of the sort of tropical character you might get in a in a hazy, but um, yeah, I just think they sit on the, on you know a cleaner, crisper malt bill better. Oh. Even 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 these do have a little bit of like some brewers will put a little bit of crystal in, um, but typically there'll be no crystal. But you still got a little bit of a weight to it, but it's still it's still clean. You know, mm. it's not mm. pillowy and uh, cloudy and yeah. kind of sweet and yeah. I'm getting a touch of like fennel seeds as well now after having a few gollops. Sort of. It's Slight aniseed, not to go as far as like, you know, fennel as a a whole. It's like just that. I don't know. It's just a gesture. Could just be me though. If you if it's your first time listening, I definitely (laughs) pick up on whack shit (laughs) that may or may not exist. And may now exist now that you. It could be. It could be that whole whole roast fennel I had for lunch today. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Could be some still stuck in your teeth. Uh, uh. I think yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like um, West Coast can be a little bit more. I, I feel like the flavors are more bold, but they're also more subtle in a way. If that makes mm. sense, like mm. it's there's a finer there's a finer tip of the nail that you have to hit to get it perfect. Yeah, and when it is really good, it is so good. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like in turn with eat like east coast hazies and whatever the the sort of craze was that it was like oh, they're all probably going to be you know good and interesting let's make them the most interesting thing ever let's make a double dry hopped mega oat cream fruited whatever and you don't see as many of those hanging around as much but and it's, and it's not even just west coast as well i think probably breweries just going back to basics of like really nailing sort of uh just classic styles of beer um you just see that more often i guess and maybe that's also because the shift of beer knowledge from the average punter has just gone through the roof in the last you know five years or something and people know what they actually like Mm. so they're going for specific styles rather than you know I, yeah, yeah. I, I think the I think this the West Coast IPA IPA style still takes me a little bit back to drinking beer that tastes like beer. You know what I mean? Like to me, the hazies You're and the East Coast draft. Well, you know, that's what I grew up drinking. <laughs> yeah, but not that I want to drink Carlton draft in it. But it's still it's still got it's still got some bitterness. It's still got dryness. It's still it got there's a bit of sweetness. You know what I mean? But on top of that, you've got all that beautiful hop character as well. Yeah. So. It still, I don't know, it still reminds me of what drinking beer used to be like before you got into craft beer, you know? Whereas the, I don't know. The, 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 yeah. maybe, I don't know right. if that's maybe a good thing or not. Well, maybe it's right. a reminder of, because, you know, if you drink enough beer, you can still taste it the next day. And if you drink an IPA, you can still yeah. taste it for a while. Yeah, yeah. But maybe, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 
There's no, a joke in there to. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, you need a, you need a kazoo punchline, don't you? Uh, <laughs> I'm getting whack. I've only just got the kazoo today. By next month, I'm going to have it down pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I th- yeah, I think it's... Um, I think it's interesting that you look at a lot of other types of booze and wine is sort of the main one that is is so confined in region and style Mm. that you compare that to beer and why I initially liked beer and what drew me to beer was the fact that those rules don't really apply. You Mm. can put whatever flavour in you want, you can bend the rules. There there is style, but you're not really bound to make a beer a west coast ipa that tastes like a west coast ipa which i think sort of this probably goes flies in the face of what we we're talking about last month with the batch ipa but mm. it's yeah i think all the the fads come and go but there's stars of beer that endure uh, yeah. yeah that hang around yeah I mean, having said that, the hazies oh, the hazies last longer than yeah. I thought. You know, mm. I thought they'd uh, I thought they'd fizzle out pretty quick, but no, and there's a big way. Yeah. Stuck around, you know, there may be a and new gonna... style yet to be made that is just going to be the thing. Could be. <laughs> I mean, we had what do we have recently? Cold IPA. I don't Cold know. IPA came. It sort yeah. of came and went a little bit. Dry IPAs, brewed yeah. IPAs. I should say. I actually like brewed IPAs. Yeah. I thought they were going to last a while. I thought they were going to be. A a great yeah, summer beer, but they, yeah. I think the problem a little, little bit with brewed IPAs is that pe- um, people in Australia jumped on them pretty quick and perhaps didn't make them Properly. that well. And yeah. perhaps we didn't have enough ex- samples coming from the US to to show us what a proper brewed IPA, IPA was going to be. But I mean, we made them that magnificent. It's just using a champagne yeast, isn't it? Uh, no, not necessarily. No, no. You can still just use it with a normal kind of dry yeast, but uh, a normal kind of um, yeast. But um, it's more about really drying out the malt, and and often brewers were adding enzymes to it to really pull out all that sugar as well. Yeah. So, um, but we made we made one with uh, malted corn. It was awesome. It was one. It was great beer that we loved it. Um, but uh, yeah, it just it was just one of those styles that didn't take, you know. So mm. you, it's hard to predict. It's hard to predict. There you go. So a brewed IPA, you can still brew with ale yeast. Yeah, there you, you can. Oh yeah. I mean, we didn't add any enzymes or anything to it. We yeah. just we did a fair, like we just probably had, I can't even remember if we had wheat in it, but we certainly had a fair chunk of this this malted corn, which was really dried it out as well, Brewed. and yeah. just kept the malt yeah. profile really clean. Like, I think we might have done fifty percent uh, pills of malt. 50% just pale malt, nothing else. Mm, that was before uh, my time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For some reason, I was always under the impression that brewed IPAs were like IPLs, but that's probably... Well, that's what I assumed they were. I didn't know why we didn't just call them IPLs, but yeah. I, uh, I think they were meant to be more hoppy than an IPL. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think, well, yeah. But that, yeah, that sort of thing, the rules are, are not there. You can do whatever you want. And yeah. Make your own style. Mm. Mm. This IPA is pretty good, though, isn't it? This is I'm a good a IPA. Fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, a I'm a yeah, I'm a fan of it as well. Crack on West Coast. Check out <laughs> more of Prancing Ponies stuff. Go on, Kazoo. Mm-hmm. This 
this, idea. This OG style of, dub, of, of dubstep, it's not OG, it's kind of like n- new wave dubstep when it became popular. New wave like, dubstep. Yeah. So how is dubstep? Dubstep is like a... Uh, sort of like a, old enough to have a, a, new modern, a modern version of of like classic dub music, right. except with hyper dub, electronic. Dubstep is a, a modern version of classic dub. So there's a classic dub. Oh, classic yeah, yeah, dub. Like, you know, and then like, there's new wave dubstep. Yeah, dub. So this is you not know, the old like reggae dub. Classic oh, reggae dub. has the fundamentals right. oh, of yeah. that, but it sounds like Transformers fucking and. It is fucked. Sounds like what? Transformers fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just go home and Google Skrillex. Oh, I, think Skrillex. I'll go, I think I'll go home and just chill out and watch, <laughs> listen to some Deep Purple and just calm myself down after listening to all this. There's stuff. nothing calm about stuff. this classic style of dubstep. There's nothing calming about it. It is abrasive. But classic dub, there is a lot calming about it. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Old school dub, like proper... Yeah. Proper I've been roots dub. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of listening to um, like rocksteady and mm-hmm. dub and reggae and sort of trying to pick the differences, which I haven't quite figured out yet. I think yeah. it's like it's subtle, subtle differences in the timing, and because yeah. they're all offbeat. But it's just like I guess where that offbeat is and. Yeah. And how the song progresses through because there's a lot of like dance, like old dance hall stuff yeah. as well. That's it's all about it's all about the dials and the effects used as well. Like you can definitely pick Scar. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, you know yeah. When yeah. it's a Scar track, yeah, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, my knowledge behind it is not large. But yeah, I've only actually just gotten into. Um, not hating reggae <laughs> for a well, long time like, it was like yeah. for a long time I was like you know what the fucking the shittest reggae song and the best reggae song in the world are like a millimetre apart well, so and now from, I've, yeah. I do have an appreciation because it's because I've I don't know I don't know what it was just people well, I think it's me. like outside I think where like Bob Marley comes into it there's this crossover of of like dub and rocksteady acts were starting to sell a lot of records mm. in America and in the West and particularly when I think like Scar and everything came in when everything moved like there was that big immigration into the UK yeah but I think that like the reggae that most people would think is that sort of reggae that was made to sell a lot of records mm in the west whereas yeah fully that like and it's still got like the classic dub and rocksteady vibe to it but it's just a like it's it's a little bit more poppy and a little bit more mashed up i guess yeah i think but like you listen to like some junior marvin and guys like that and toots and the maytels and it's like just like it is love. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it's, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And, then, and then I think probably my, me bridging that barrier was realising that a lot of the, the new contemporary music that I've been listening to, like UK bass music and sort of music that came from that 
that sound system culture which yeah. which originated back in Jamaica which was just like turbo turbocharged in the UK it's like me just tracing back why I like the music why I, for the reasons yeah. why I like it and yeah. like oh yeah true all of this is like derived from what was going on back there and then yeah. I can actually go oh yeah fuck yeah well this is actually fresh music instead of going that's reggae I don't like reggae <laughs> Well, uh, <clears throat> welcome to the uh, History of Dub Reggae and Scar <laughs> podcast. We might, even, we might even have a beer, what do you yeah, reckon? Or at least it's our interpretation of it, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's the problem with, the, with our podcast in these days. We spend too long talking before we crack the beer and then... Yeah. <laughs> then we got to finishing then the we're beer. Then we've got to come up with something to talk about while we're drinking the beer. Yeah, because yeah. the whole point of having this uh, third bonus beer was so that we can just, <laughs> just do that. Awesome <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk a bit bit more about my holiday. Wow, well, if you want to talk about your holiday. Yeah, uh, Sounds like long you story short, went up, had a great time, came back with a rash. Oh, <laughs> you had to put it, you had to throw in the bloody rash bit. No, where was, where was the enough, rash? though, I bought a rash vest on Boxing Day at Anaconda, thinking mm. I was going to get some use out of it. I took all my spearfishing gear out there as well. Had one quick dive in Jarvis Bay on the one day where it was actually like calm waters and saw heaps of fish but we're in it we're in a bit of a um in a bit of a rush to keep moving to what we thought was going to be a really serene beach that would be perfect for me to go spearfishing and just bag out and just eat fish for the rest of the trip and uh that was when this ultimate swell came in and i didn't get not only so I'm just checking this is the lo- the, I'm just checking this is the short version of the long story no this is oh, the no, short this. version not <laughs> only did I not catch a fish but now all of my spear fishing gear is in New South Wales just south right. of uh, Queensland if you've never been um, <laughs> why I don't know, hang on should I ask that question <laughs> so what happened with the rash anyway where did the rash come from the rash is, I reckon it was just heat rash oh heat rash yeah but also it sticky been, heat uh, I was sleeping on a futon and are you going to tell everyone where the rash is it's all over my back it's not on any other area <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a chill rash on my back, which... So did anything else happen apart from getting a rash on holidays at uh, speed fishing? What else happened? Lots Apparently there, and there's an interesting person on the flight home. Lots of camera one, 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 lo- one of our Geelong locals. There was an interesting person on the flight home. We, it was a 12 o'clock flight from the Gold Coast to Midnight, Adelaide. 12 o'clock? Uh, no, oh, mid, 12 o'clock. midday, oh, 12 o'clock. Uh, which was great because I was, I was driving from the Northern Rivers, which gave... It was a half an hour drive to the airport, but I actually gained an hour by driving uh, there so yeah no like, daylight savings yeah it was pretty confusing but <laughs> fabulous as well because it meant i could leave at 11 and get there at 10 30 basically i don't know if that works out anyway um my flight was delayed because there was uh, a patron a legendary patron who somehow managed to get her way onto the plane i don't know how um, we were all trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, why we weren't leaving, and then we get the captain's quarters like, ladies and gentlemen, sorry there's been a delay. We are currently in the process of, uh, of Extricate, extricating, yeah, we're currently, <laughs> removing, currently in the process of removing a removing a passenger for your own safety, for all of our safety. Right. And he said that over the megaphone, yeah. and I was just like, who the. 
is getting kicked out. And, and then like, they came and tapped you on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> who is this bloke? Yeah, that's, there was a couple of jokes about that. Um, but who is this bloke? Turns out it was this uh, lady, this middle-aged lady who just gotten absolutely trashed and refused to leave the plane. And then, you know, it was, it was the hostesses who were trying to get her off and then the two cops came in. They were fully playing good cop, bad cop. The good cop looked like the bad cop because one of them was like a TV cop. He was fucking gorgeous, like a, like a beautiful actor playing a cop. And then there's this other stocky fucking Queenslander just like, come on, love, get off the fucking plane. And then they had to leave and call in the cavalry. So there was five cops on this plane. And Bloody hell. Yeah. And it's all, it's all AFP at the airport. They don't fuck around. Oh, it was so... They're just, not, they're just not used to Geelong people. We just deal with that every day. Yeah. yeah. Here in uh, Union Street. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it was in-flight in entertainment, but we weren't actually in-flight. Come work the beat down here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those yeah. Queenslanders, they don't, uh, they don't know how they're rough also, it gets yeah. in, in Geelong. Yeah, they're also well behaved up there. Yeah, Just yeah. watch the state of origin. <laughs> <laughs> Weird shaped footies up there. <laughs> Scott, yeah. um, if Victorians to New South Welsh are Mexicans, mm. what are Queenslanders? To Victorians or what are to Victorians South, to Queenslanders? To, to New South Welsh. I don't know. Uh-oh. I reckon I might have to move my car. car. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> so I don't know, well, I don't know what New South Wales people call Queenslanders because I've never lived in New South Wales. But we call them banana benders, don't we? <laughs> well, they've got bananas up there and bananas are bent, so somebody's got to bend the bananas. <laughs> Isn't it? I don't know. That's northern New South Wales, though, all the bananas. Oh, no, Queensland? Queensland? Yeah. Nah, like, that's like oh, well, mid North Coast. It's all the same. Cost- <laughs> it's all north of the border. They all call us. So they so both call Victorians so Mexicans because we're from south of the border. So. Queenslanders call us Mexicans as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I don't didn't know. know that. I thought they just called us fucking Melburnians. No, oh, where yeah. we were from. <laughs> fucking Melburnians. <laughs> With your coffee and your. And your, your laid-back lifestyle. And your, yeah, your progressive government. Uh, yeah, yeah your smile on your face. <laughs> Stop <laughs> smiling. <laughs> Stop indicating as well. Indicating. <laughs> no one indicates. Actually, well, uh, weirdly enough. Uh, we, don't, we don't indicate out of roundabouts, but they do up there. Yeah, they Oh, that's annoying when people indicate at roundabouts. Yeah, Dude, going you're going straight ahead. Yeah. Stop indicating left. Like, yeah, that, that's yeah. Not so, annoying. So you need to... Well, see... Living on the east side of town, I've got two yeah. fucked up roundabouts. Yeah, I know. Well, I drive through the one of them every day, every yeah. morning. The, so, the, the St. Ormond's Road one. I reckon indicate out, but don't indicate left yeah. until you're taking the next turn. Yeah, so exactly. the people that like, are indicating from the start yeah. and then don't turn left. Yeah, that St. Ormond's Road one is different because there's, there's five. There's five. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I get that. But when it's four, you're either going left. You're going right, or you're going yeah. straight ahead. Yeah. So the one like, well, up there, they indicate right if they're going straight ahead. I know that. Well, they that's indica- they indicate annoying. right until they turn straight, and then they indicate left with that, which I think is just a a, a brazen waste of electricity and, and energy and everything, and yeah. that's just stupid. But I, I guess if you're waiting to enter the roundabout, unless someone is indicating out, they're still in the roundabout. 
But mm. that's just, like I guess it. But it, it's just it's not that hard. You're either going left, you're going straight ahead when you don't indicate, or you're going right, and yeah. everyone else should know that. Yeah. Every, Unless it's like a like fucking ten kilometer wide roundabout, and like you're wondering, oh, is he gonna like where's he coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The roundabouts in the UK were fucked because there's like. So they, they don't have traffic lights. And on the big motorways, they have, like, a roundabout every two or three kilometres. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was crazy until I realised that the only time I had to stop was when we were at a set of traffic lights. Mm. Right. The roundabouts just, like, keep yeah. everything yeah. moving. moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that means that the roundabouts I have there are, like, five exits and four lanes wide. Yeah, yeah. Like, true. The two right-hand lanes can go at, like, exit four or five or even six on some of them. And yeah, yeah. It was a nightmare trying to figure them out, but mm. they sort of made sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, roundabouts are good until you put a fucking zebra crossing yeah. on every exit of a roundabout. You may like as well. Oh, like, like they've done in Torquay now. Oh, so and many the one they've done on Kilgore. South Geelong. Oh, Someone's going to get killed. Yeah, it yeah. defeats the purpose of a roundabout. Yeah. Like, if you're looking for it traffic... It defeats the purpose of a zebra crossing as well. It's you're looking like, for traffic on your right. It's not safe. Enter a roundabout and then have to slam on the brakes because someone's halfway mm. through yeah. crossing the yeah. road and you're Somebody's behind stuck you. in the middle of a roundabout. Yeah. Just move the zebra crossings 100 metres up the road. Maybe they just did it as a test because it's in the sort of route of learner drivers. So it's like, nah. oh, here's a little curveball for you. I think they just... They get... Yeah, any other roundabout, it's the only time when cars have proper right-of-way over pedestrians. They've done it because yeah. the school's there. School schmools. I'm a, I'm, I don't go to school anymore, <laughs> nor am I a pedestrian. I drive oh, my so I drive my 95 panel van, Ford Falcon well, HD, when the tires aren't 200 flat. kilometres to 60 litres of petrol, and I With holes am drilled a horrible in the person, basically. I'll, I'm probably going to accidentally hit someone at one of these roundabouts one day and then well, I'm going to be eating my words here today. You've got to have tyres that are pumped up before you can actually uh, drive and hit someone. So well, I wonder that, if that'd be a good start. This is true. You need at least four at tires least four to tires. be able to How many you got someone? at the moment? <laughs> you don't need at least Three. Four. Two and a half. Three out of five. <laughs> he said, hey, look, <laughs> he said, hey, hey, look mate, for all, all those listening, yeah, we had, we've had some car troubles, tyre troubles. He said, yeah, look, mate, we're probably going to need four because uh, I was just like, you know what? I agree. I want four and keep the best one. Did he call you back and say you need four? Yeah, he called back and said I'll need four tyres, but um, for the alignment, because I play Ratchet and Clank to the PlayStation game from 2005. Is that because if you're only putting one new tyre on, there's no point aligning it? This is all above my pay grade. I've got no <laughs> idea what's going on. I, I honestly know fuck I'd all say that. so. I'd say there's no um, point putting a new tyre on well, and then well, three yeah. bald ones and then... Yeah. No, nah, you need two You need two identical tyres for the drive. Yeah. You need two good ones at the front, two yeah. good you ones need, at the back. You need one tyre on your car and you need a spare as well. You need a spare. You can't so you get a two spare new... in my car though unless it's in the boot because the flap's fucked. You've got a panel van. How much room have you got in the boot? Yeah, you'd think there'd be heaps. (laughs) 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 
put it on the roof rack. Yeah, I don't know. I like to keep a bed in there just in case I need a, <laughs> you know, need a kick. Oh, it is a shagging wagon. Yeah. You yeah. There's, there's fuck all shagging happening. Wow. Dear, oh dear. Where, how yeah. did we get here? We don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah. uh, we're, we're tasting we're a bonus <laughs> beer, and it's actually probably my favourite of the day. Um, the this is this would be Valhalla's uh, one of well, a couple of the OG subscribers to Beer Nuts may have tasted this before because I think it was in one of the first packs. Uh, this is the Little Wing Kentucky Blonde Ale from Valhalla, part of the Anomaly series. Uh, barrel age program out in our Moolat warehouse. Mm. Um, it's, it's tasting good, isn't it? It's tasting really good. It's been in the can for 12 months because uh, I ran out of labels and we had about uh, three yeah. cases left with no labels. So finally got around to put some labels on it, brought them in, and it's, it's tasting pretty good. It hasn't lost much. So what sits about 4%. It's uh, just a straight blonde ale, which was in... Barrel aged for uh, nine months originally nine in, um, months in bourbon. a bourbon barrel, but it had a bit of funk in it. It had a bit of Brett had gotten into the barrel. Oh. So it's got a bit of that funkiness. It's got that oakiness, uh, a little bit of vanilla. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just comes from, a, and the, the beer itself is just a really nice, simple beer that uh, all the, the, that flavour you're getting is coming from the barrel. So and from, good. Really delicious. Yeah, it's tasting really nice. Um, it's not a hazy pale, which is it's pretty good. Confusing for a change. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should do a it's slightly hazy though. Maybe we should do a Brett hazy pale. Oh, yeah. Why not? That'd be uh, that'd be something to look forward to. Yeah. Did we talk about the the where Little Wing came from? The name. Uh, it comes from the Jimi Hendrix song. Yeah. But I don't know now. In all honesty, I don't know why I called this beer Little Wing. Mm. I do love the song, awesome Jimi Hendrix song. But mm. I think it was just because it was small. It's just kind of a smallish beer, small nice beer, and simple small and batch. Yeah, but I don't know. It seems to suit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm. I think. Well, yeah, it's. Um, what I like is that it's just that one standard drink in a three hundred and thirty mil can. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And canned one can at a time. One can at a time. <laughs> like a cannibal or the <laughs> cannula machine. Yeah. I think it's actually, like, do you reckon it'd be a, a cool concept brewery to only release beers that are one standard drink in the can, no matter like what size it is? Yeah. Like, do like, limiting. Do like a 2.3% beer in like a 600ml can. Just yeah, so it's true. always one standard drink. Yeah. Their logistics would be quite uh, interesting, how they're going to manage that, but yeah. Yeah, but you'd mm, sell be so it. much beer that you'd just <laughs> cover yeah, it. True. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's, uh, no, it's good, good fun. Patent pending on that one. Yeah. Anyone, out, <laughs> anyone out there, patent pending. But only ever available, Little Wing, only available at the, at the Valhalla Taproom in yes. Geelong, Union Street, Geelong. And very... Very limited stock, I yep. believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not much left. Until for uh, until we can the next lot. Yeah. We do have we do have uh, a couple hundred liters sitting in a, in the barrel uh, again. So batch number two is just awaiting canning. All right. So and the then, Terminator movies, second's always better than the first. Ooh, I don't know about that. Mm. Maybe Godfather two, Terminator two. 
What else? Uh, Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop. Ratchet. No, definitely not. No. Ratchet and, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank 2. It wasn't bad, game. but it was not, not a pinch on Beverly Hills Cop 1. Rocky 2. Um, Rocky 2. Um, oh. Mewtwo, the Pokemon. Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon 2. Um, uh, Trading Places 2. No, that was no oh. good. Batman 2. No, I don't know. Just all the Eddie Murphy movies coming to America. Avatar 2? I watched the second Avatar to America movie. Too? They've just redone it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What's well, it's, it's still it's still him and um um what was his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. The actor dude. Yeah. Yeah. Start, <laughs> starts with A. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know he's I, yeah, I know I you're know talking about. I just can't remember. Starts with A, the co-star of Coming to America. Yeah. Email oh, him. yeah. That right. dude. He yeah. played his he played his uh, manservant. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. Anyway, Avatar two. Watch that in Yamba. Tiny little is it theater. Out? Yeah, it's out. It's fucking epic. It's all about just free diving and uh, being one with the ocean. And the graphics are Avatar one was pretty rubbish, so it would be hard to be better. Oh, I mean, it, it, the <laughs> thing. <the laughs> back in the day, it yeah, was no, good because the graphics crazy. were like. Yeah, yeah. Something maybe they've ever done. Are next level again, yeah, yeah, but right. it is a very predictable, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Steven yeah, yeah. Spielberg esque yeah. kind of. Yeah. Uh, there's so many one liners, like the classic, you know, there's a. Camera pans You in. know, a bullying situation, and the, the main perpetrator bully is like, What are you? Some kind of freak? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just misunderstood, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and they, they find got, out he's just... Got, yeah, just you know, they're actually uh, a freak of nature, superpower, oh. kind of whatever. Oh. Um, all of the uh, militant army people say stuff like, Hoorah! And, oh. you know, all that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, did that in the <laughs> they did that in the first one, though, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very predictable, big blockbuster movie. Yeah. But still Sounds worth like the three and a half hours of sitting Three there. and a half it's hours. It's like three and a half hours. But I saw it at the Yamba Theatre and a giant popcorn was like 13 bucks and it was too much popcorn. Choc Top of so many different flavours, $3. <laughs> the, is 13 bucks good for a giant popcorn? $10 for a ticket. How much is normally a giant right, if popcorn? You go up the, if you go up the road, yeah. it's like... Twenty-five dollars for a large popcorn. Yeah. Why would you pay twenty-five dollars for popcorn? We used to get oh. a drink with it, don't you? You have to get a drink yeah, with it, shit. otherwise your mouth turns numb <laughs> for five <laughs> days. It's like you've been after stranded in the ocean the for box. a week. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, but it's it's all it, it is the best popcorn though. You just buy popcorn. a popcorn machine and a bag of popcorn. It's not it probably costs yeah, you twenty-five bucks. It's not the same. They put a sprinkle of crack cocaine in the at the movies. There's yeah. something wrong. Yeah. The kiddies, uh, Fully, just like I want to go back to the movies. Why? Oh, oh something about that popcorn. Yeah, they need. Yeah. Popcorn. They need a drink vendor in the cinema. Definitely. And a urinal. <laughs> oh, drink in the actual. Cinema. In the actual cinema. Yeah. Three, three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Long You'd have movie. to go for a piss stop about three times, wouldn't you? After drinking your big, no. big drink with your popcorn. No, it was, yeah. I had a, um, if we're going into it, because I think we've, <laughs> <laughs> we've got to be the end of this I actually, I, I, uh, shared a Coca-Cola and then I, I did go back, but not, not to, uh, use the facilities. I actually went back for a solo. Oh, no, it was a, uh, Pasito. 
Pasito. Pasito. Pasito. The cinemas now. Uh, at Yamba Cinema, they got oh, fucking everything. Oh, they they got sour classics. straps, they got whatever yeah. you want. You can yeah. drink beers, and and oh, yeah. it's like five bucks for what a beers Corona. Oh, cool. you know? yeah, yeah, whatever. But yeah, they didn't lemon. have crownies, but uh, thank God. Bit of yeah. lemon. Always, <laughs> always with lime, Dylan. If you bring me a Corona, don't bring it without the lime. Same as with Frangelico. You bring me a Frangelico, <laughs> don't bring it without the lime. Drank a couple of bottles of Frangelico on the road at two, anyway. So if you did want to um, <laughs> have some good beers and you wanted to order online, where would you go? Like, where would I go? Yeah, if you wanted to order some good beers online, get them home delivered before you went to the Yamba Cinemas. Oh, well, I, w- I wouldn't order it from Beer Moth because, oh, I'm, in, because I'm in New South Wales <laughs> at the Yamba Cinema. Yeah, well, I, Beer Moth delivers nationally. Oh well, uh, yeah, so indeed. But if I, if I, uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a. Um, so Lockie would, uh, just I, to clarify, would, Lockie would, would order from Beer <laughs> Yeah, but I would so also book. I would, I would, I would see what <laughs> movies are being created. This is a bit like when they ask Graham Kennedy to do ads for them yeah, on live no. TV, right? I'd, it was, I, it was you know, not, I, w- I wouldn't it be. It did not work very well. It was a rainy day. We went to the movies on the day. If you want your beers in New South Wales. Get them from, from beermoth.com. Yeah. It'll be delivered in no time, depending yeah. on Australia's posts. Yeah. Well, so, you, to be fair, uh, they, they don't you know, have that many... Hopstahome.com, they do, and then every month you get an interesting 100%. Yeah, you they, they, there isn't the a huge process. selection of craft beer up in, in Yamba, so... Oh, all the more reason. If you're from Yamba and listening, definitely... Get on hopstahome.com. Yeah. for tuning in to another Beer Nuts podcast. If you like the sound of the beers that we're tasting, you can subscribe at hopsterhome.com.au or check out the whole range at beermoth.com.au. Catch ya. <laughs> <laughs>